Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends, yep. Making sense of it all. Oh, I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Let's do it. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay. As I understand it, we're going to have a little Bible study with the president. Yeah, we are. Coming up in just a few. I'm looking forward to that. Oh, come on. What? Bible study with the president? That's what David said. He's like, it's something biblical that Joe Biden wanted to talk about. That could be fascinating. Oh, my gosh. Before okay. we get there, let's talk about inflation. Yeah, well. Because this is something the American people actually well, care about. Well, first of all, I should say, are you sitting down for this? Because oh. this is remarkable. Inflation rose at the fastest pace in nearly four decades in December. The consumer yeah. price index rose 7% in December compared to a year ago. Uh, that is the fastest increase since June 1982 when inflation hit 7.1%. Well, the mullet's coming back, uh, so it kind of coincides with the early versions of the mullet in 82. Uh, maybe there's some synergy going on there. Start hearing your right heap on the radio again? Hmm. Well, I was thinking some Euro... It doesn't matter. This no. is, I mean, this is one of the reasons, I think, that you have Democrats trying to change the conversation. Failures as far as COVID and then where inflation is right now. And they're trying to tell people, uh, you, Republicans don't want blacks to vote. They want to go back to 1951. Yeah. But, yeah, this is troubling. And remember, this was only going to be temporary inflation. Well, sure. There are also sorts of terms for it. You know, before. Well, we were navigating our way through the end of COVID. Listen, this is going to be around for a while. That's well, what yeah. you know, I think we know that. Yeah. But, no, I mean, it's people are struggling in that way, and they're not happy about it. And it's one of the things that are most Concerning to people. It I don't know. came out in the polling. If you've been grocery shopping lately, but man, I'm telling you, you talk about barren shelves in a lot of places. Oh, Holy yeah. smokes, dude. It's real. It's real, and it's out there. Well, and they tried to debunk that, too, remember? That was just a few weeks ago. I know. But what are you talking about? Empty shelves. We're going to talk about the John Lewis Voting Act and the existential threat of green weenie stuff well that's what it's really all about right it's all right let's let's talk about something that we think we have the upper hand in because everything else is falling apart yeah i mean honestly just talking politics for a second okay that's one of the things that the left does democrats do it's always on the offensive (laughs) always because being on the defensive is not advantageous Mm mm-hmm and so just to change the conversation, and it's easy to do when you have a media that's willing to go along with it. Because they're all on board with this, you know, President Biden is really standing up for people with this Voting Rights Act. Voting rights, this is an absolute sham to anyone paying attention. Yes. Um, and, boy, he came out yesterday with this. He's <laughs> yelling. He's all sorts of passionate. Yeah. Time to kill the filibuster. Well, yeah, he wants his fellow Democrats to kill the filibuster in the Senate so they can pass this bill that it's not a voting rights bill. It would allow the federal government to take over elections, effectively rigging the game in Democrats' favor. The chaos that we saw in uh, in 2020, yeah, they want to make that permanent. Yeah, that wasn't chaos, according to them. That was finally people having the right to vote. 
no. and Democrats being able to harvest ballots and run local elections. Yeah, it was crazy. Remember how much money Mark Zuckerberg put into this election? And what was that all about? So that local Democrats, it was like funneling the money so they could actually run it and be able to harvest ballots. You follow that trail. It's an unbelievable story. Yeah. But they found out it was effective when it comes to winning an election. So they right. don't want the rules to change. Why, why would they? Right. right. They found an edge and they want to keep it. And so Joe Biden has now officially come out and said, yeah, let's get rid of the filibuster so we can pass this. To protect our democracy, <laughs> I support changing the Senate rules, whichever way they need to be changed to prevent a minority of senators from blocking action on voting rights. <laughs> when it comes to protecting majority rule, in America, the majority should rule in the United States Senate. They they are. They are. It's 52. <laughs> 52 is greater than 48. Maybe somebody needs to do a word problem they with this always... dementia patient. Okay, Joe, sit down at the old folks' home. If you have 52 pudding cups and I have 48 pudding cups, who has more pudding cups? Who has the majority? Right. I mean, what's wrong with you? I, that's that's silly math right there. You know, the whole thing, too. You have two senators that won't go your way. That's your problem. I'm saying, what side of history do you want to be on? Yeah, oh, I know. I've heard that one, too. You know, so Martin Luther King Jr., or you just want to be some dirty racist. You, see him, you have a choice here. Said and, Bull, Bull Connor yesterday? Yeah. Yes. Does anybody even remember who Bull Connery is? Most don't. The thing is, if you don't have an honest media to call this stuff out, right. you have enough people that are getting their news, what, five minutes a day, ten minutes a day, and they just hear Voting Rights Act, and the bad side is trying to keep blacks from voting. Oh, well, that sounds bad. Okay, well, yeah, I hope they get that done then. That's one of the biggest problems we have as a country, is it's so easy to fool people like that, and they're fooled. They just believe it. Makes you wonder how Barack Obama got elected twice. Well, it's, uh, there were, for a moment there, there were some people that decided maybe this guy could make a difference and, and we're not racist. But then they went right back to being racist. We've <laughs> right. made no gains in the last 50 well, years. Well, according to them, Donald Trump cast some sort of racist spell over people. and Yes. Uh, weird. I don't know. Do you know, at different times during the election of 2020... And I'll admit, it was probably me more than you guys. I think, David, the least, you were somewhere in the middle. But there were times where I felt bad for Biden. Like, golly, why do they keep putting him out there? This is embarrassing. All those feelings are gone. I know, me too. Mm -hmm. You're the president. And trying to stoke some sort of race war so you can stay elected is disgusting. You were supposed to be the one that brought people together. Not that I ever really bought into that either. But this is just dividing people on a lie. And he knows it. He's not that senile. And to say, well, if you don't support what we're about, well, you're racist. Yeah. And I think about all the racist things this guy has said that gets away with. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. Yeah, black parents, they don't even know how to raise kids for crying out loud. They bring social workers into homes and parents to help them deal with how to raise their children. It's not that they don't want to help. They don't, want, they don't know quite what to do. They're just dumb. They just don't know what to do. Right. 
If they just had a record player. Make sure you have the record player on at night. Make sure the kids hear words. And you, I want you to know I was good friends with that first black president. I couldn't believe how well he could speak and how clean he was. Remember, you got the first sort of mainstream African-American who was articulate and bright and, and, and clean and nice-looking guy. I mean, it's, that's a storybook, man. It's extraordinary. We have this black man that's clean and articulate. <laughs> that son of a said all that stuff. Yes, he did. Just got to pass. Just got to pass. And now I'm the one to stand up. Mm-hmm. And you you do have, you know, different people from the black community that didn't even show up yesterday. They say, well, we're busy doing other stuff. But others said, no, this is just a photo op. He needs to really do something. And again, can you explain to me, David, the argument that black and brown people uh, are being kept away from voting because of these new racist Voter laws in these states, no, they're, Georgia. They're hammering on this idea of voter ID in particular that like, well, I mean, again, I, I, let me take a step back. They never get into the specifics of it right. because they can't. Because if you look at polling among African-American voters, it's overwhelmingly in favor of requiring an ID to go vote, a photo ID to go vote. When it comes to all Americans overwhelmingly like 90 10 it's in favor of voter id also along those same lines people are generally against the the practice of ballot harvesting where you mail out a bunch of ballots Mm -hmm. and then somebody goes around and says oh have you filled out your ballot let me help you do that in fact (laughs) i'll take it and i'll and i'll drop it off for you Right. They want to fill it out. They just don't know what to do. Right, right exactly. <laughs> so they never actually get into it. And what they do is they say, well, look at all of these long lines. That's voter suppression. No, that's a sign of increased demand because you had record turnout in the election. But wait a second. The long lines, people get hungry and thirsty. And isn't right. that our Bible that, lesson of the day? That's, from, yeah, Joe from Biden's Joe? Bible lesson, yeah. I haven't heard this Oh, yet. my gosh. Lines that can last for hours. You've seen it with your own eyes. People get tired. They get hungry. When the Bible teaches us to feed the hungry and give water to the thirsty, the new Georgia law. Orphans and widows, right? What? These are people standing in line. They could have brought water with them or a snack. The new Georgia law actually makes it illegal. Think of this. I mean, 2020. What? Yeah. And now 22 going into that election. It makes it illegal. To bring your neighbors, your fellow voters, food or water no. while they wait in line to vote. No, it, what in the hell heck are we talking about? No, it doesn't Bible make it, What the hell? It doesn't make it illegal to do that. They're no. saying that people who are working on a campaign can't go within a certain number of feet of a polling place and say, hey, who are you voting for? By the way, you want some water? Right. But they, they just lie, and they get away with it. Come on, man, water. He's not handing out water. Oh, very unchristian. Screw this old man. Uh, yeah, dude. That's really something. <laughs> is there is that really in the Bible? When in voting lines? Yeah. Is there something oh, in about voting? voting lines in there? Yeah. <laughs> Give the unwashed masses right. food and water? <laughs> not, the, not in my version. Now, I don't know the in... LGB okay. uh, version, maybe. I don't know. 
Maybe they've changed the script a little bit, but no, that's absolute nonsense. The disciples were out there handing out water or not. Joe's record, giving Bible lessons, that sure is rich. funny. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, Speaking of snacks in line, Girl Scout cookies can be delivered by DoorDash. Who's excited? (laughs) I like Girl Scout cookies, so part of the fun of it is buying them from the Girl Scouts. What does that mean? Well, I mean, you, you know, really clarify creepy. that, please. Okay, I will clarify that. I will clarify that by they're sitting there with their mothers, and you go buy from them, and they're like, oh, thank you, and then you feel like you're helping out. Not DoorDash. You're hitting on their moms? No, I'm not hitting on their mom. What I'm do you just mean? Saying I don't, I don't they're understand. sitting there with their mothers, and the joy they get from you buying a box of cookies. That's all. The joy of the kid or the mom? Both, Yes. Well, I'm just trying to make clear what you're saying. I'm well, not trying I did. To you're trying to you pay me into a show. corner here, and I'm not going to take <laughs> I it. I like buying them from the girls. Yeah, see how you well, did that? that? I didn't mean? say it like that. Well, I just want to clarify. Okay, I'm saying because it's not, it's it's nice for both of them. When you buy it from them, they're, they're, it's, a, it's a joyful exchange. Yes. When does that happen when you're buying from both of them? Well, the mom is sitting usually with the scout, with the with the young girl scout. What's a setup where? Like you mean in the like outside hotel? a store? Like every store you go to during okay. during right. what do you ever go shopping? Not usually. God, I don't. No, I, do. I mean usually they knock on the door. Hey, we're selling. No, girls I don't stuff. get any door knocks because I live in an apartment complex. But okay, all right, that's fine. No, no, but I buy them when I'm at the grocery store. They're there, you know, on your way out or on your way in or whatever. Okay, I buy them from them because I like right. the I like the, them to know that I'm participating. Right. And then every once in a while, for a random mom and daughter, you say, hey, you guys selling anything? Do you have cookies? I'm joking. All right. Did you see Ted Cruz freak out yesterday slamming the podium? That's coming up. Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. I think you were right, David. Uh, Tucker Carlson may have lit a fire under Ted Cruz. I, passionate. I, I think just a little bit. Getting smacked okay. around on the most watched cable news show in America, I think, has that effect on somebody. So Senator Ted Cruz got a little bit miffed yesterday when a reporter mentioned he wasn't wearing a mask during a press conference. I can't help but notice that none of you are wearing masks. He got fired up and actually brought something up that we've talked about before many, many times. On the question of hypocrisy, you just asked, you people at the podium are speaking without masks. Just once, I'd like to see a reporter say to Joe Biden when he stands at the damn podium in the White House without a mask, Mr. President, why aren't you wearing a mask? Just once, I'd like to see you say to Jen Psaki, the White House press secretary, when she stands at the podium with no mask, Ms. Psaki, why don't you have a mask? The questions are only directed at one side, and i got to say the American people see the hypocrisy. <laughs> It's true. I mean, when when uh, Joe Biden put in place that uh, mask mandate on federal property, I mean, I remember we were talking about, hey, Jen Psaki doesn't wear a mask when she's in the briefing room. Why's that? That's in violation. We'll get into this more later. But yesterday, when you got the CDC director, Walensky, along with Fauci, and they're answering questions from Congress, she's double maxed. He's got zero mask. 
Two masks on her, none on him. Well, it all averages out. <laughs> well, it's the war on women right. from Dr. Fauci making her mask up with two. Not sure. Well, watch out for that. Then you got Biden walking a dog with nobody 5,000 feet around him <laughs> in the ocean with a freaking mask on. Yeah. Did you see this story, too? We were talking about this. It kind of mixes together. Uh, that story and the one before, uh, talking about voter ID laws and how they're racist, things like that, right? In D.C., Muriel Bowser, the mayor there, saying, uh, starting Saturday, you need a photo ID to enter most D.C. businesses. Unbelievable. That's unbelievable. And you got to be masked up. Okay. Let me get this right. It's racist to ask to show ID to vote. But to enter most D.C. businesses, you need an ID, basically to leave your house, along with the mask. Why do you need an ID? To show when you show the vaccination card that it's actually you. Oh, yeah, because they do have a lot of phony vaccination cards floating around. Yes. Yes. Because that's the other thing. Sorry, I uh, failed to mention that at the beginning. You have vaccination required. So you got your card. And then to show that it's you, you need your ID. So you need two forms of ID. To walk into a shoe store in D.C.? Yes. Correct. But asking for one form of photo ID at a polling place is racist. Because black people apparently don't know how to get an ID, according to Democrats. You know, I think this is going to become probably mandated nationally across the United States that on your driver's license, like if you're an organ donor, it lists you as an (laughs) organ donor on your ID, on your driver's license. It'll do the same thing with the vaccination. And then you'll get little stickers every time there's a variant they put on the back of it. Talking about uh, restaurants, nightclubs, hotel common rooms, bowling alleys, concert halls. Bowling alleys? Yes. Golly. Yes. State-issued card. Wow. Um, I don't know if you've seen this story talking about the vaccine that, I don't know exactly how rare it is, but it can happen. It will mess with a woman's cycle. You've seen stories on it, David. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there, there was a massive study that was done, uh, commissioned by the National Institutes of Health, uh, and it did show that, yes, after vaccination, it looks like, on average, it extends the menstrual cycle by about a day. Mm-hmm. So not, not a huge issue at the moment, they think, but it is interesting because that was just a conspiracy theory, like, a week ago. Yes. Well, there were many things reported from women. I mean, you would talk to different people that worked at a doctor's office and like, okay, off the record. And you'd hear these stories of women that hadn't had a period in a long time all of a sudden have a period again. Oh, boy. Oh, now, see, that's, you, yeah. you mean thinking they're in menopause? Yeah. Oh, gosh. And then, okay, that's more frightening to me than anything. That's messing. That's biological messing with on a high level. Are you afraid of... Getting grouchy or something? Who, me? I'm not afraid. No, I'm just afraid my heart will blow up. That's right. all. Okay, yeah. okay. Well, no. there, okay. To set this whole thing up, you know, this had been reported on, but then it was debunked, okay, by a lot of yeah. legacy media outlets. Yeah. We'll play you a piece of Gosh, audio dang. from Good Morning America. They may have to, well, cancel this one coming up.
All right. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay. I want to be as accurate as possible with the information. You know, this was a report that came out, was it last Thursday? About women's menstrual cycle. That it could be affected by the vaccine. Yeah. I mean, in every legacy outlet was quick to say, very little, though. Very, very little. Yeah, it's, it extends the menstrual cycle by about a day. So it's one of those things. Is it catastrophic? No, but it is apparently messing with with women's menstrual cycles. And that seems rather newsworthy that you would want to let people know if we're actually following the science, then follow right. the damn science. Well, the study funded by the National Institutes of Health, right? So you you get a lot of the information. Okay, see, it's a little bit, but not bad. As I read from the study, this was after one dose of the vaccine, okay? And the cycle, as you said, lasted longer by about a day, okay? Um, They found also, and this I didn't see in a lot of the reports, um, as the NIH said, well within the range of normal variability, said, uh, but it could affect other characteristics of the cycle, such as pain, mood changes, and heaviness of flow. You don't have to give that look, Mr. Robbins. No. I mean, that's just that's part of it. You start what altering Mother Nature and nature as it stands. And right, these... I thought you were offended by the word flow. Okay, just make no. Sure. I right. bought insurance because of her. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, moving on. That was a solid uh, joke. That was good. <laughs> that was a good joke. The director of the study said, it's good these results provide for the first time an opportunity to counsel women about what to expect from COVID-19 vaccination so they can plan accordingly. That sounds good. Because as we mentioned before, there were women saying, hey, it's affected me in one way or another. And it was almost like they were shouted down to say, no, you weren't. Yeah. The vaccine is safe. Yep. It's like, Relax. How do we know? Has there been a study? Now there is. Okay. And so this has been making the rounds a little bit. This was from weeks ago on Good Morning America, where they'll bring in uh, one of their doctors to be like, okay, there's uh, this story going around. Uh, What do you say to this? See how this is aged. As you mentioned, just a few weeks ago. Saying what the study says now could have got you banned from Twitter. Yeah. The first one, Dr. Jen, is there a relationship between the vaccines and menstrual cycles? We've definitely talked oh, about we this. we sure have, you guys. And this is really spreading like wildfire on social media with zero scientific or medical basis for this. Remember, in medicine, every time we talk about a study, a finding, what is the first thing we say? Big difference between association and causation. So, yes, women can get the vaccine and then experience changes in their menstrual cycle. That does not mean that one causes the other. And in fact, if you look at the biology of how these vaccines work, there is zero hormonal interaction. So please, let's put that to rest. Yeah, that person should never weigh in on current (laughs) events ever again. Ever again. Yep. Let's get back to what we've talked about before. Whenever Fauci or whoever is caught in a lie, and the defenders will come out and say, well, the science changed. And that's why he uh, went from this position to another. Okay, I get that we get new information and you have to reassess. Sometimes what you thought was true earlier uh, turns out with more information to not be true. That's fine. 
Right. Then stop with the declarations like you just heard there from Good Morning America, where it's zero evidence. No, we need to put this to bed. Is it that hard to say, well, right now we don't know for sure that there is an actual cause and effect here, but we are looking at it and we want to make sure uh, so that we can have the information. Is it that hard? Yeah, for them it is. Yes. The answer is yes. Because it's just one message and one message only. And that's it. Right. I mean, they. I remember when NBC finally had to say, yes, uh, it appears that the vaccine is causing this heart inflammation, especially in younger males. Oh. Myocarditis. And so if that ever comes up as a concern for a parent or a healthy 25-year-old guy, they almost write it off like, oh, well, please. It's so rare. Well, how rare is it that that person, if they get COVID, is going to die? Well, then it goes in that circle again where the next line is, but they could spread it to other people. Well, you could do that even if you're vaccinated. We know that now. So all of this stuff that people just are definite on the science, it evolves, as you just said. Just Well, it was break. safe and effective. And we found out it really wasn't effective. Well, and I think most people, at least I believe this, really just want to know the truth. It's not like I am dug in on this stance and I'm not going to leave it no matter what the information tells me. Right. There are some people in that boat, there's no doubt. But I don't think that's most people. They just want to know what's real, what's true, and what's the best course of action, you know, going forward. All right, let's talk about voting rights. Uh, so Whoopi Goldberg and Chuck Schumer agree on something, David? Uh, yeah, well, the Democrats are pushing hard to get this voting rights bill passed. It's really just an attempt to federalize elections and rig the game in favor of Democrats forever. Uh, Who doesn't have the right to vote? <laughs> the voting rights. Law-abiding citizens have the right to vote. You can go vote in all 50 states. And it's not hard. No, it's, it's not. It's easier than ever. Uh, now, they say opposition to this scam is racist, but they never really show how it's racist. Of course not. Uh, and this is a good example of that. The top Democrat in the Senate, uh, Chuck Schumer, went on The View and agreed with Whoopi Goldberg and her assertion that voting rights for black people are somehow worse or the same than the time before black people could vote. What? All right. <laughs> what? We'll try to digest this together i want to ask you this because it's it's irritating me to to the nth degree why are we still talking about my right as an american to vote i still feel like suddenly black people still are where we were under the emancipation proclamation what is happening why are we still fighting this this way what's well here's what's, what's happening whoopi you're a hundred percent right and it's not just staying the same it's going to get worse if what? we don't do something you know why what she is probably he talking about believes that because people like chuck schumer keep telling her that and legacy media. It's not true. Sanity. But you could, I mean, I don't know if she's just lying. I don't know her. It sounds like Does she, really she says, why that? are we still talking about this? Because it favors that party to keep talking about it. That's why. You know, you got to go over this week. January 6th was Pearl Harbor and 9-11. Now the voting are so restrictive. It's like the Emancipation Proclamation. It's like going back to that days. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, what are we doing? 
What are you talking about? Listen, man, you have a political movement on the left. They'll say a person with a penis that says they're a woman is a woman. This isn't reality. No, I, I... That's... And you can make people believe, listen, you don't have the right to vote, even though they do. This other side is making it hard for you. And they drill that message and repeat it and repeat it. and For an elected it. official to look right at her and go, you're right. Yeah, He knows what the future <laughs> brings senator. if they don't get this voting rights <laughs> thing passed. The Democrats wow. are going to get slaughtered. But if they can rig the election and Gosh. actually have the federal takeover of elections. Man. That's really something. Oh, my gosh. Because, you know, I, listen, I know this might sound like some small town boy with still these ideals. But, man, didn't you used to think, at least for the most part, someone that would be a senator would have the United States of America, you know, everyone together as the number one priority? I know there's a political party, but American before anything else? Dude, <laughs> that's a joke. Remember the voter, that's a joke. The, the motor voter bill? Do you guys remember that when that happened? That was going to change everything. It's going to make it fair and equitable. Because when you're in there getting a driver's license, you can also register to vote at the same time. Because we want more people engaged in the process. Mm-hmm. We don't want to make it as, okay, so that happened. Nobody flinched. Okay. Right. Seems reasonable. Yeah. But now, <laughs> you're not having to show proof who you are. Yeah. Or he really even have an address. I mean, Whoopi at the same time still wanted Dr. Jill. Right. Well, yeah. Well, she's a doctor to be the Surgeon General. Yeah. <laughs> what a great Surgeon General she would be. She's fantastic. <laughs> she yeah. said, quote, hell of a doctor. Hell of a doctor. <laughs> so we have to keep that at the forefront of this conversation. Um you wanted to bring Trump to the table today, David. What's up with the Trump? Oh, man. Former President Donald Trump was asked about the COVID vaccine during an interview with One American News, and he ripped people, particularly politicians who won't say whether or not they've had the vaccine or the booster. This is interesting to me. Okay. Who is he talking to again? Uh, One American News. One American News. All right. Roll it. Here it is. Well, I've taken it. I've had the booster. Many politicians, I watched a couple of politicians be interviewed, and one of the questions was, did you get the booster? Because they had the vaccine. And they, oh, they're answering it like, in other words, the answer is yes, but they don't want to say it. Because they're gutless. You've got to say it. Whether you had it or not, say it. But the fact is that I think the vaccine has saved tens of millions of people throughout the world. Uh, I have had absolutely no side effects. I've had it like... Other people have had it. Nothing special. I've had it. Do you feel for the millions of Americans? <laughs> this is so funny to me. If Trump would just tell his voters to go get vaccinated. Right. He never stopped doing that. Right. He never said don't do it. A lot of people are interpreting that as a direct shot to uh, the governor of Florida, Ron yeah, DeSantis. It is. it is. Yeah. Because Ron DeSantis kind of hedged when, when someone asked if he'd gotten his booster. Oh, the stance of it's none of your business sort right. of thing. Got it. I've had it. Do you feel for the millions of Americans that have it, though? There's over 100 million that haven't taken it yet. And they're, they have questions, especially younger people with the myocarditis and things. I don't yeah. think young, healthy people should take it. I don't think no! that uh, certainly he's, gonna kill he's us. young. He's going to kill us. Oh, no. He said young, healthy people shouldn't, shouldn't take, take it. it. Yeah. See, that's why he's still the enemy of the left.
because you got to be all in, man. You need to be getting 18 month olds vaccinated in that world. I don't think that uh, certainly these young kids, their immune system is so strong. I look at my I have a son, Barron, who's 15. He had it. It lasted for about two seconds. Yeah. Okay. I said, oh, we've got it. Baron, you've got it. And, like, by the time we called the doctor, it was gone. You know, they, they have a very strong immune system. Yeah. That sounds like a reasonable conversation that you would have in everyday life. Man, I can't wait for people to jump on that. That should be a whole lot of fun. Um, on a lighter note, um, you know, a lot of people at the new year, they're putting together – Oh, not so much resolutions, but different parts of their life they want to improve. And for a lot of people, it's like, yeah, um, uh, the significant other and I, that we want to improve the marriage. Pay more attention to it, especially if you got a family, kids get in the way of, you know, romantic time. So there was a survey done. And I know this being that today is Wednesday, um, maybe not the best news for everybody. But as far as, you know, time for, uh, you know, couples to really enjoy time together if you know what i mean mm-hmm. love making love making from mr robbins uh, you know that's very so, hallmark wow sounds like a 70s ballad that you might have co-wrote making love out of nothing at all <laughs> you went air supply on it <laughs> nice uh wednesday not a good day like one of the worst so really? it's thursday yeah wednesday's thursday's vote huh. of the worst days yeah the worst days to do it Mm-hmm. okay well you could guess what the best day is it's got to be Saturday, right? Yes, it is. Yeah. Let's see how in tune you are with this. Scott, we're just going to stay with you. What would be second? Friday. You're absolutely right. Well, sure. Yeah. What about third? <sighs> Sunday. Loving you. Sunday morning. Yep. You listen to Scorps, don't you? Yes, Sunday is third. Easy like Sunday morning. You better That's believe what it. The Commodores taught me. Yep. But then you got Monday and Tuesday. That's about 9% each. But Wednesday and Thursday, lowest right there. I wonder why that is. You know, you're right in the middle of the week. You're busy. Gassed. Yeah. Starting to get run down. Yeah. We always say on Thursday, that's the grumpiest day of the show. That's when all the hottest takes are going to be because you've been following this all week. That's true. Friday's a different vibe. It's a different mindset. Tomorrow will be scorched earth day. Yes. There's not anything to say you can't turn that around and make Wednesday a great day. Okay. Mixed messages on masks. We'll have some fun with this coming up. Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. So you might have noticed during the hearing yesterday where you had the CDC director, Rochelle Walensky, and Dr. Tony Fauci. They were testifying. Capitol Hill hearing. Um, part of that is about, you know, masks, everything else. What was a little strange, Fauci, no mask. And to me, it's like, well, you're all triple or quadruple vax, whatever. Mm-hmm. Probably don't need to be wearing the mask. Probably not. But you do have reporters sometimes, why weren't you wearing the mask? Not so much to Fauci, but Ted Cruz pointed that out. That different people get asked about that. But when Walensky was answering questions, 
She was masked. Not just one, but two. For that extra security and protection, as they say. Do they not understand the optics of that? You've been doing this for a while. No, that, yeah, you're, well, I think Walensky was going for the optics in one direction. To say, hey, look, uh, I'm going to be hyper-cautious here because I'm with these geezers in Congress and I don't want to kill anybody or whatever, whatever her mindset may be. But, yeah, when you have them side by side and in all of this talk about the patriarchy from the left, why did why did Anthony Fauci insist on muzzling the woman? It's a good question, isn't it? I don't it? even know if Anthony Fauci insisted on that, to be fair. But. No, I know. <laughs> you know, I think m- moving forward that one of the Marvel comic villains will be Maskless Man. <laughs> The and mask. everyone will be telling them to he'll, get a mask he'll on. Walk into, he'll, he'll just walk up to people and cough on them. And, ah! <laughs> and next and, in the Marvel Universe, the right, maskless, maskless menace. <laughs> right, yeah. New hero, new villain, right. <laughs> Superman will have to take him on, but from six feet. <laughs> well, as we mentioned before, and they're still talking about this, the, the regular old mask may not be good enough. So I don't know if we should ask Walensky, because they're talking about it just... Telling people, as far as the guidance, the, try to get the high-quality mask, like the N95 or the KN95. Oh. Although, watch out for the KN, because there are a whole lot, you know, of fake KN95 masks. Isn't that Chinese-made? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, well in- why would we buy K? Rochelle, Walens- uh, w- Rochelle Walensky said today that... Um, they are not going to be updating their guidance on the masking because any mask is better than no mask. It was so weird, the wording, that might recommend getting the better mask. Well, and then for a while, Fauci was talking about three. (laughs) Think about how ridiculous this entire thing is. It's astounding. (laughs) This is the Barthley Bay Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Oh, I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Eh, things cost more. How high is inflation now? Well, record breaking? Well, it's uh, well, not record breaking per se, but definitely uh, at a four decade high. Okay. Uh, consumer price index rose seven percent last month from a year ago, um, making that the fastest increase since June nineteen eighty two. Golly! So Gosh, in your lifetime, dang. it's a record setter. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But remember, it was just transitory, and yeah. oh yeah, Joe Biden. Like, what was it back in June or July? No serious economist thinks that this is just runaway inflation. We got to keep printing more money. Golly, 
And then at the end of the year, we we brought in the best economy of any president in a hundred years. <laughs> right. <laughs> I suppose there's a group of people out there that just nod and say, "Yeah, good going, Joe." Biden said they didn't have the DH then. It's not fair. <laughs> there was no whatever. There's no three point shot. <laughs> right. Yeah. Whatever that means. Yeah. Wow. Um. And you have a disturbing story, David. I mean, CNN. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I mean, it's been well documented, especially in the last few months. Some of the producers there, horrific things. Yeah. But this is just ordinary operating procedure for so, CNN. So there's a tragic story out of Los Angeles that you may have seen, but it happened two days before Christmas uh, at a Burlington coat factory in Los Angeles. 14-year-old girl, Valentina Orellana... Peralta, well done. Uh, was shot and killed by a police officer on accident. Mm-hmm. So what happened was there was an assault suspect, and the uh, LAPD officer shot at the suspect, killed him, but an errant bullet went and killed her. Horrible, tragic story. Yep. Uh, and, of course, the usual race baiters have gotten in on this, and the family has not seemed to be all that interested in playing that game right right now because this, this is not like George Floyd. This is a horrible set of circumstances that unfolded. Well, CNN and Espanol was at the funeral, and while someone is speaking, they're doing a live shot. They're doing a... You've got a reporter in front of the camera. I won't play the audio because it's all in Spanish. But you got a reporter who's doing a report for the network while someone is speaking at this girl's funeral. And there is somebody at the funeral trying to say, kill it, kill it. No, Stop. Like, stop recording. Can you please leave? Stop going live. Right. Because people are trying to mourn here. Mm-hmm. No, nah, he just kept going. He just kept going. Jeez. That's despicable, man. It really is. Ghouls over there. Man. I don't understand that. I really don't. When the family says, listen, don't do this, and you're going to keep on doing it. And it's not because that's news. That's a narrative. That's not something that needs to be done. Man. And I'm sure you had to walk that line at times, David, being a news guy. Yeah. Where you're trying to get a story and maybe part of the job is talk to someone that's grieving the loss of somebody. Yeah. So that's a tense situation and, you know, delicate is the way you got to go about it. Sure. But as far as a live shot, anything like that. No, that's that's always been gross to me. Yeah. Not not during a funeral, not while somebody now CNN is saying, well, they said we could be there. Uh, but man, there, there is a time when you can just say, not right now, mm-hmm. this is right. not the appropriate time or place. Cause if someone says, Hey, please not now. Yeah. And the person cuts the report short to say, Hey, we got to go. They're asking us to, to just wait until the person's done speaking or the, the funeral's over. Yeah. What are you going to get in trouble as the reporter from your boss? And if you are, maybe it's time to find a new gig. Yeah. You don't want to work for that person anyway. She's got to be respectful in a situation like that, in my not, opinion. Thing is, I'm not surprised. Oh, no. I'm really not. Those guys are ghouls. They love that stuff. 
Um, let's move on to this. <laughs> the great uniter, Joe Biden. Uniter in chief, mm-hmm. sir. We're at a place where uh, Republicans are now domestic enemies. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well. It's not, hey, we have different ideas on how to make this country the best it can be. It's, no, you're domestic enemies. <clears throat> yeah. Well, Biden wants the Senate to pass the federal takeover of elections bill by any means necessary. And if you're against this, uh, apparently you're an enemy of the United States, according to the guy who said he was going to restore the soul of the nation. (laughs) Because of the divisiveness of Trump, he could bring it back together. I will not yield. I will not flinch. I will defend the right to vote. Our democracy against all enemies, foreign and, yes, domestic. Mm. Yeah. So anybody that doesn't go along with the federal takeover of elections is a domestic terrorist racist. Enemy. Yes. Okay. Wow. We shouldn't be surprised by that either, should we, at this point? You know, it's funny you say that because I heard that speech yesterday. I'm like, he's dividing Americans against each other, and he's he's doing it out in the open. Yes. I mean, I, now I can't tell you. I'm a little surprised by some of the language. Yeah. Oh, I'm not. I kind of am, really? only because I guess I maybe I bought in a little bit to the fact that he was n- not that sort of individual. Oh, he he has been a mean-spirited SOB for his entire career. See, you're right, David, but it's been so much that I guess it hasn't affected yeah. me all that much. Joe Biden just, is a Well, no one paid attention to it. Yeah, no, he, exactly. Until, I didn't pay any attention yeah. to it. And I kind of understood, I mean, I didn't, people that were voting against Donald Trump were voting for a guy they thought was going to be that amiable sort of, you know, get along with his sort of character. And he's not. Lunch pale Joe. Don't be not the smartest guy, but not evil. Right. Exactly. Was designed to separate as many Americans from each other as possible. Was to create division. Because that's all that did. That's all that did. You called this segment of the population terrorists. Yes. Remember when we had this That's conversation incredible. before Christmas? <laughs> I was joking. Well, I was half joking when I said, uh, oh, the devil sends the beast with wrath because he knows the time is short. It's from Iron Maiden, <laughs> number of the beast. Saying, watch out this next year. Democrats, they know they're losing the grip. I mean, they're upside down in the polling. They're going to lose everything. So it's going to be desperation to get what they want accomplished by any means possible. And, I mean, it would be like shrieking demons, especially with the Texas uh, heartbeat bill. Ah, they're all freaking out about. And then it's the, the voting rights law. And that's what you're seeing. Yeah. I mean, it's absolute desperation oh, boy, to I'm... say that this is all about keeping black and brown people from voting. It's an absolute lie. I'm really, and the media is still carrying water yeah, for him. Right. I'm really thinking we should do a contest now, though. Revelations or Maiden? <laughs> uh, to President Steve Harris from Iron Maiden? I would take Steve over Kamala. Just me. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, but she of... is President Harris yet again. Did yes. you see that yesterday? Well yeah, I mean, I guess uh, maybe maybe he just gave Vice President Kamala Harris a big promotion. My gosh, again this happened. Last week, President Harris and I <laughs> stood in the United States Capitol. Mm-hmm. President Harris and I. Yeah. Okay. Oh, my gosh. 
Maybe that was future Joe talking. Maybe he knows something that we don't know. Again, I, 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 I have thrown it out there as a theory that Joe Biden is not actually senile when he forgets where he is or when he is or who the president is. Uh, he's an accidental time traveler. That's what happened. So she's going to be the president. Yeah. Oh, gosh. That, that's why he'll disappear for a while, like why the White House will call a lid at one thirty in the afternoon or whatever. And it's, it's really just because Joe Biden has disappeared, and he's in a different time and different space. <laughs> <laughs> and when will she be president? Not today. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness. Okay. Oh. I saw this little piece um, talking about Omicron, right? Have you heard anyone anecdotally say, you know what? Not so bad if you just get it. If it's the milder one, you just get past it. Then you've had it. Move on with your life. I, I, there was, this is going to sound weird, I know, but there was a sense of relief. After you had it. After I had it, yeah. Because I'm like, okay, okay. You had been double vaxxed and Triple vaxxed. Yes. Yes. But have you heard the people say, maybe just be a good thing to get it? Yeah, it's kind of like the old parties when, you know, your parents' chicken pox parties and stuff when you were a kid. Well, there's a woman in Australia that went viral. Video showed her actively trying to get Omicron from people. People were freaking out about this. Well, her deal was she's getting married in six weeks. She doesn't want to get it right before the wedding. Right. Get it now. Get it, get it over get with. It yeah. over with. Yes. Right. And so CNN puts out this thing. Few reason doctors say you shouldn't try to get it, even though it seems milder than the other variants. Okay. I just want to play this game because there's four different reasons why you shouldn't do it. Taking into consideration this particular person with the wedding coming up, right? Of course, we're not esteemed doctors. It's three jamokes with opinions. Mm-hmm. First one, hey, it's still COVID, not just a bad cold. Even a lot of people with mild cases end up with a high fever, body aches, swollen lymph nodes, and a bad sore throat. That even includes people who are vaccinated and boosted, so don't get cocky. That's reason one. Does that hold any water against what this woman is saying? I'd rather get it now. You said that's from CNN? Yes. Wow, they called that dangerous anti-vax rhetoric like yesterday. Anyway, sorry. No. (laughs) I I didn't feel cocky. I just felt a sense of relief, like, okay. I'm talking about this woman's Yeah, right. I understand what she's doing now. And you, but but look at look at what they're saying. You get a sore throat, you get a little fever. Right. You know. Yeah. Okay. I'll risk that for the biscuit in terms of my wedding. Yeah. Again, this was from CNN Healthline. Uh, well, you could end up with long COVID. Symptoms include shortness of breath, severe fatigue, fevers, dizziness, brain fog, and if that that's if it's not a severe case. I've heard different people debunk the long COVID thing, saying there's no scientific evidence of that. Have you heard that? Uh, no. I've heard it back and forth. Not not a definitive thing, but some people do report having some trouble. There's somebody I know who, who says that it's still kind of lingering. Okay. Like six or seven months later. Okay. Uh, three, you'll probably spread it. Hospitals are filling up again and stressing the whole system. It goes on and on. But tell me if I'm wrong. If you have been vaccinated, you can still spread it. Yes. You can still get it. Yeah. And spread it. Yeah. So if that's true, what's the difference? If you just picked up Omicron or you were vaccinated and accidentally got it. You know, where did you go to immunology school, huh, sir? Just trying to ask common sense questions. The last one CNN said is 
we don't know how long immunity lasts. So if you get this Omicron, it might only last a few months, and then you could get it again. Well, her wedding <laughs> is six weeks. Right? It's six weeks. She doesn't need it to last forever. Right. It says that's why experts say being vaccinated and boosted is a better option. And then my question is how? <laughs> right. If I could still get it and spread it. <laughs> then how does that make sense? It doesn't make any sense. Okay. All right, then I'm not losing my mind. It's what we do all the time. I'm not losing my mind, right? This doesn't make any sense. Uh-huh. Okay. Just making sure. Okay. The Biden DOJ is going to establish a specialized domestic terrorism unit. We've got to get to that coming up. show jamie markley david van camp scott robbins okay booking his governor and when he's bp pre-k the pre-care force racist frog pony oh man side one cut one <laughs> joe's greatest hits wow so what is this biden's asking the department of justice to do what uh, they are establishing a specialized unit dedicated to domestic terrorism. Uh, this was during testimony yesterday at a Senate Judiciary Committee hearing uh, about the January 6th Capitol riot. Uh, and the Assistant Attorney General for National Security, Matthew Olson, said, hey, yeah, this is what I'm going to be doing, or this is what we are going to be doing, saying, quote, the threat posed by domestic terrorism is on the, li- on the rise. It and is. The number of FBI investigations over the past two years since March 2020 has more than doubled. So he's talking about, like, the mass shooting at Walmart in El Paso back in 2019, uh, the Tree of Life synagogue shooting in Pittsburgh in 2018. Uh, He did did throw in the congressional baseball game practice shooting in 2017 uh, and the 2015 shooting at a church in Charleston, South Carolina. But... It's like you, you throw all these things out there, and you know what they're actually talking about doing. It, it's the Patriot Act for Trump voters. Yes. Not that's that any other people here were like hardcore Trump voters or anything like that. That's not what I'm getting at. I'm saying they're using these tragedies as mm-hmm. an excuse to go after people who are political enemies. We heard Joe Biden, the president of the United States, say yesterday that Republicans are, or anybody who's opposed to him wanting to federalize elections, is a domestic enemy. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's been this number of statements over time that after a while, honestly, you get numb to. Like, if you're not down with the cause of Black Lives Matter, you're racist. You're like, wait a second. I mean, you can say, I've done this, I've done that. It doesn't matter. And you never can say, I have friends. Because even though if that's a fact, it doesn't matter. You can tell all these different things. But no, if you are not down with the organization Black Lives Matter, you're racist. Well, you you can't even have a conversation with that person. That's ridiculous. There have been a number of things said over time, and that's where we are right now. Where the president can say, here's what we want to do with 
elections. We want a federal takeover. Now, we're going to mask it. We'll have the media also throw it out there that this is all about the Republicans don't want black and brown people to vote, which is a crock of crap. And everybody that pays attention to it knows it. But they'll carry the water. And so you can just get away with that. And then meanwhile, say, and we got to crack down because, you know, what was it? White supremacy is the greatest threat, you know, opposing in the United States right now. Wasn't that Lloyd Austin? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The Defense Department. Really? Where Where's the proof on that? What are we talking about? You think about if they really wanted to improve the country and make it safer for people, wouldn't you be going in taking the guns from gang members in every big city across America? Mm-hmm. If you wanted to protect the people that you claim to be fighting like hell for... <laughs> It's a joke. Mm-hmm. People in neighborhoods get shot and killed all the time. It was like record numbers in 2021. And how many times did some kid get killed by a stray bullet? Too many to count. It's it's very frustrating. That's all a joke. Entertainment news. Uh, this year's Oscars is going to have a host. Saw that making the rounds. I think probably like you, first reaction was... Uh, who cares? Yeah, who cares is right. I mean, you see where they put the Golden Globes, like a high school football game, online only? I didn't even know it was on until the next day. Yeah, it was online and then only. I read about it. No network wanted it. Nobody wanted it. Did you see who won? No. I saw who won at most of the shows you wouldn't know. I, I wouldn't. Like, okay. Because everything's so splintered. There's a shelf life on these award shows, and we've exceeded it. Yeah. Think so well when it really became politicized people really lost interest mm-hmm. tom holland spider-man said I, I i'd do it but no one's reached out to him mm-hmm. so we'll see okay much more to get to remember that name ray epps apparently yeah. he's not working for the fbi so case closed that's next <laughs> Show, Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. It holds near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to. Anyway, oh yeah, I give up. <laughs> Utterly defeated well, by the racist. English language. Uh, people against me are racist. That's basically what Biden's been saying over the last twenty-four hours. Yes. Uh, meanwhile, Adam Kinzinger. Oh gosh, what? One of your favorite Republicans, Scott. This guy. Love this guy. Yeah, I got to laugh at this guy at this point. It's so shameless right now. Yeah. Well, th- so Ted Cruz, Senator Ted Cruz, put a high-ranking FBI official on the hot seat yesterday, uh, asking about the Capitol riot last year and whether or not the feds had anything to do with poking or prodding or I don't know organizing what happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of it centered around Ray Epps, the guy who was seen urging people for two straight days to go into the Capitol. He was on the most wanted list, 
and then mysteriously fell off of it. So a lot of us have these questions like, well, that's, boy, that's kind of interesting when you've got, what, 700 people being charged with crimes? Yeah, when you've seen the video of him saying, you got to go in. You know, you got to go in. And you had people saying, fed, fed. They smell the rat with this guy. Absolutely. Yeah. He has MAGA hat on. And then leading the charge the next day on January 6th. So a lot of people, rightfully so, hey, who is this guy? So this is the clip of Ted saying, yeah. Who is Ray Epps? Who is he? I'm aware of the individual, sir. Uh, I don't have the specific background to him. Ms. Sanborn, was Ray Epps a fed? Sir, I cannot answer that question. Okay. But then later in the day, it seemed like the question was answered, David. A little bit. Well, Adam Kinzinger, the sparky little ankle biter, soon to be former Republican congressman, uh, said, well, this is just a conspiracy theory. See, he's on that fancy January 6th committee, and he says that Ray Epps, Pinky swore that he wasn't a fed. What he put out on Twitter was this, in addition to a statement, uh, one more Ted Cruz conspiracy down. Ray Epps has cooperated and is nothing but a January 6th protest attendee. In his own words, sorry, crazies, it ain't true. He was put on the FBI wanted list, then removed. And because of all of that, says Adam Kinzinger, the conspiracy that he was an FBI agent has been gospel on the blogs and shows. This is why we have to address conspiracies, not ignore them. Okay, then address it. Why did he drop off of the FBI's wanted list? Yeah, what was the interview like? And again, if this guy was encouraging people to break the law, you had others milling around taking selfies that were arrested, and this guy was one of the 20 most wanted, and then all of a sudden gone. Well, uh, what we're supposed to believe that, yeah, he was talked to, and he said, yeah, I... um, uh, I, I wasn't working with anybody. Well, why was he not prosecuted? Right. He was right there at the gate when it got broke down. There's video of it. Th- that's not explained. So what, all they have to do is give social media and legacy media this little statement that it's sort of been debunked, story over, right? Well, and everyone's Adam, satisfied with that? Adam says you're crazy. You're crazy if you believe that. We saw it. It's crazy talk. So why was he not arrested? By the way, how many people make the most wanted list and are removed from it if they're not dead or apprehended? I don't have that number. That's a good question. Or in this case, without an explanation. None. Gone. why. Because there are videos out there, like Jamie was saying, so it really doesn't make any sense. Well, they're trying to say he he didn't storm the Capitol. Physically. Okay, he just got people to do it. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, but he was not an informant. He was just like, hey, watch me get these people to go break the law and get arrested and spend time in solitary. He was just watch me do that. Agitator. Yes. Yeah, yeah this makes smells. Sense. No. No, this doesn't make sense at all. Hopefully the uh, right people will be staying close to this, demanding more. Because if there was actually a whole Q&A session, we should be able to know about that, right? Another lawsuit that's moving forward, at least, is the one on Prince Andrew. Oh, Oh, yeah. Well, a federal judge in New York has now denied Prince Andrew's efforts to dismiss the sexual assault lawsuit being uh, filed by Virginia Roberts Dufresne. 
um, who was, uh, well, one of the victims of Jeffrey Epstein. And the allegation, of course, is that uh, he paid for her services. He raped her. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's saying, well, no, you should not, um, uh, I mean, um, uh, sue me. And the judge said, no, this is going to go forward. I guess Prince Andrew's lawyers were arguing that because Virginia had uh, settled with Jeffrey Epstein, that then that applied to him. And the judge is like, <gasps> well, no, <laughs> that's not how any of this works. If she's leveling an accusation specifically at you, you're not yes. covered by that settlement agreement that she reached with Epstein and Jillian Maxwell. Well, uh, 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 I thought that any uh, anyone, well, I didn't sweat. Uh, I'm referring to that interview. Right, it was a yeah. disaster after he was told, but lay low, man. But it was like, you know, if I go out there, British TV, and just say, hey, I there's no way I could sweat. Uh, at that particular time, then this will put all these, quote, rumors to rest. <laughs> One of the most unbelievable pieces of television oh, and yeah. in, in interviewing ever that we were supposed to believe that he couldn't have been with her if she said he was sweating because he couldn't sweat. That's what? No. She was very specific about that night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She described dancing with you no. and you profusely sweating <laughs> and that she went on to have... There's a, possibly. A, there's a slight problem with 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 with, with the sweating um, because uh, I, I have a peculiar medical condition, which is that I don't sweat. Uh. <laughs> it never gets old. Jeez. I think I've heard this ten times. Now I'm going to say it every time. I believe it's that part that is telling you you can't lie like this. You can't. No one's going to believe this, but you can try to go forward. <laughs> There's something holding you back, but he's trying to push through. Um, or I didn't sweat at the time, and that was... Oh, she? Yes. I didn't sweat at the time because I um, ha- had suffered what I would describe as an overdose of adrenaline in the Falklands War when I was shot at, uh, and I simply... It, it, was, it, was, it was almost impossible for me to, to, to sweat. And it's only because what? I have done a number of things in the recent past that I'm starting to be able to do that again. So I'm afraid to say that, 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 that there's a medical condition that says that it didn't do it, so therefore... So therefore, this story should go away. I like that, how he just casually says, well, wow, I was fighting in war. You know, I'm a hero, right. by the way, and, and, and because yeah. of that, I could right. not yes. sweat. Right. Like, no, Mom, I didn't steal that candy bar from Target. See, I have a peculiar condition where I couldn't pick things up. It was an injury I got while I was working at a soup kitchen. Yep. Never. You know, it'd be different if you concocted some sort of abnormality that you've heard of or know somebody or (laughs) have heard of it before. Yeah, like when me and my buddy went skydiving for the first time, and it was this heart-racing, adrenaline-fueled rush. Yes. And we couldn't sweat for weeks. Right. It was 110 degrees outside. Right. And if there was, That's, I've never heard of it. A PSA of people who can't sweat, you know, <laughs> wo- woefully looking into the camera and asking you to submit some money a month. They have help, they, help they, out the non-sweaters. They have to bring around, carry with them moist towels right. to make sure that they stay cool. Right. My favorite little detail of that whole story is right after this aired, his mom yeah. canceled his birthday party and moved yeah, it out she, to the guest house. Yes, yeah, she did. <laughs> 
<laughs> the royal family is just such a joke. They're horrible people. Speaking of horrible people, this piece in USA Today. Oh, my gosh. All right. Oh. Have so, you heard this, Robin? Yeah. Oh, buddy. Yeah. So they, they did this piece about pedophilia and saying that it was just misunderstood and diminishing pedophilia as inappropriate, uh, and they wanted to destigmatize the attraction. Because this is, this is what a lot of people have tried to do in society, right? Don't call people who are attracted to, and in a lot of cases, rape children, don't call them pedophiles, call them minor attracted persons. Okay, that may make sense in your, you know, crap don't stink faculty lounge, but in the real world, that's insane. I'm telling you, man, you wonder where we're going as a society when a piece like that runs. And they're saying, yeah, this this stigmatization with this, because some people have the attraction but don't act on it. And, I mean, I'm paraphrasing here. I don't know that we should demonize it. Are you kidding? No. You're trying to normalize it? Uh, Mm -hmm. The only reason a lot of those people, and I mean, honestly, if somebody does have that attraction and they don't act on it, I mean, obviously it's like, yeah, I hope they get help to make sure that they do not act on that attraction, right? But Mm -hmm. at the same time, a lot of, I, I think you would find that in a lot of cases, the reason people don't act on it if they do have that attraction is because of the stigma. Because they know that society sees that as completely unacceptable, and that's a good thing. Absolutely. You should feel shame. Yes. You know, I don't know where the thought from this comes from, but it wasn't too long ago where if you would have said, let's just talk about uh, the story that's been in the news over the last week with the trans swimmer. Okay, Ten years ago, when people warned of that possibly happening in the future, you're like, well, that's never going to happen. And then you see it happen. You're like, how did that become normalized? Where all you got to do is believe you're the opposite sex and people will treat you that way. And again, that's not to diminish something that someone's going through. So I've said before, you don't wish it on anybody. But if you normalize it, people will then act on it. And as we sit here today saying, it looks like you're trying to normalize this. Like, yeah, it shouldn't be so stigmatized. There's a big misunderstanding when it comes to this. Well, the thing is you're getting Where hurt. does it go in 10 years? This Dude. is a credible, what what appears to be a credible newspaper running this thing. This yes. Is some, this is some goofy thing you pick up at the head shop, you know? No. No, but, and, I, and I think it's important to note that we've seen uh, society or culture do this. This isn't something new. You know, more recently in Germany in the 60s, where you had a bunch of people in universities who were so desperate to be progressive and all that stuff that they started a pilot program that involved studying sexual appetites of children, where it was also placing foster children in the care of pedophiles. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because the thinking was the pedophile would be in love with the kid and therefore take care of the child. This has happened, and you have to be on guard. And so many politicians were spineless because 
They were obviously just a couple decades removed from Nazism. They did not want to be seen as a Nazi. Does that sound familiar? So they went along with it. They didn't ask too many questions. Yep. Okay, I think this would probably cleanse this palate. Tell them that God's gonna cut them down. <laughs> Tell them that God's gonna cut them down. I think that should be the theme for stories like this. The old Johnny Cash. Yes. Yeah. Well, my goodness, crazy now that's going to be in my head the rest of the day, and I don't think that's a bad thing. <laughs> but yeah, all right. They like that. Okay. Get that on every show. I'll tell you that right now. You got that right. Uh-uh. All right. News update straight ahead. Van Camp and Robbins show, Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Uh, some people were wondering if Pfizer's CEO was going to be kicked off Twitter for false information Uh-oh. when it comes to COVID. Well, you see, it's all in time when you deliver the message. Uh-huh. Like if this would have been a few weeks ago, saying, hey, the two-dose Pfizer vaccine is not enough for Omicron. You may have been booted for misinformation. Right. But then when he came out and actually admitted that, that you really need three, and actually we're working on the fourth to deal with Omicron. And that'll be out, you know, hopefully very soon. I think he said by March. Yeah, by March. You think about that. It wasn't too long ago. If you would have said that, you would have been dinged for misinformation. Mm-hmm. Say, well, I don't think it's going to protect you. From Omicron until all these people started getting it. They were actually triple faxed. And how many people, just out of curiosity, do you think that will be lost going forward getting more boosters now that the Omicron thing has happened? Because to me, the media is already behind on this story. When you just talk to people anecdotally, saying, well, at this point, if you're relatively healthy and let's just say for the sake of this argument, under the age of 50. And you're wondering about it. Are you as enthused as you were before to get boosted? Oh, no. No, No. there's no way. No way. I think it's going to be a struggle going forward. They'll catch up to that story in about eight months, I would guess. Stelter will be on it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're just having conversations with people. They're like, well, it doesn't protect. And I know the talking point is, but it keeps you out of the hospital and keeps you from dying. And you saw the numbers as far as deaths go, David. They are down. Yeah, I mean. There's no doubt, but it's hard to prove that. Again, you're just supposed to believe it. Right. It's all very hypothetical. And I'm not saying it's not true. It could very well be true. Uh, Maybe even probably. I was told the same thing, you know, after I had my booster and got COVID. Then it was like, well, lucky for you, you've had that booster, because if not, well, you're speculating here. I don't know that's true. It's hard to know that's true. I mean, maybe it's true. Maybe it's Omicron is less of a variant. I don't know. 
I mean, I'll take it, whatever it is. Right. You know, I don't want to be in. Nobody wants to go to the hospital. Um, I, we don't do the bit that uh, I suppose, Scott, I'm sure you've done it in your career as a morning show. This day in history. Oh, I hate it. So lazy. Yeah, but go ahead. I just realized, man, this day in history, this show would have talked about BuzzFeed defending releasing the report on the golden showers. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Can you believe that? Is this the anniversary of that? Five years ago? Yes. Leader of BuzzFeed going out talking about why they put it out there for everyone. Golly. You want to hear just a little part of that? Yes. This is wild, man. But this was a document that was not just circulating at the highest levels of the intelligence community, the most powerful intelligence officials in the country, referring to it in briefings to the president of the United States, the president-elect reportedly, disputedly. Mm-hmm. Um, the political elite, you know, top elected officials, the gang of eight, John McCain saw it. Certainly the media elite had it. Mm-hmm. And I think, and we're not, and not didn't just had it, but we're starting to act on it. Here. Okay. So did you just hear that part, David? What's your reaction? In history now. Who paid you? Right, exactly. <laughs> Who paid you to release that? Yep, I agree. Yep. Hopefully, at some point in time, we'll get all of that information. It will be fascinating. This is the Mark McVan Camp and Robin Show. Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, <laughs> I'm afraid Robbins is about to lose it uh, because uh, Biden is talking about how big companies are squeezing out the smaller ones. I no, think that God. was I, I think that was <laughs> file footage from the, January 4th. But that well, that's what he always does, though. But right? Th- this is what he's done. Yes. So you've got the new report out that says that inflation rose at the fastest pace in nearly yeah. four decades. Uh, not a big surprise. And what he always does is, you know, at first he says, well, it's not going to happen, right? Uh, overwhelming consensus is going to pop up and then come back down. This is Biden on June 24th of last year. The overwhelming consensus is going to pop up a little bit and then go back down. No one's talking about this great, great deal. Well, then people, yeah, right. No one's talking about this great, great thing. Uh, and then the White House was saying, well, okay, fine, yeah, it's real, but let's not use this as a political cudgel. <laughs> Remember, th- this is Jen Psaki yes, last yes, year. Yes. A lot of the talk about inflation, I'm not saying from you, but in general out there, has been uh, it's become a political cudgel, and it shouldn't be. Uh, it's impacting, as you said, um, millions of Americans, uh, no matter their political party, um, and that's certainly of concern to the president. No, we're... Nobody is saying, oh, yeah, those Democratic voters are paying more for everything and their paychecks aren't going uh, as far as they used to. Nobody's saying that. They're saying that this particular Democratic president has failed with monetary policy. His policies are responsible for what's going on. Well, then Joe Biden. Come on, man. Then Joe Biden tried to explain away inflation in this way. My Build Back Better initiative is designed to really, in fact, look, why is inflation hurt? 
Inflation hurts badly for the things you need. When the things you need, if inflation and diamonds went up, it wasn't going to cost a lot of people in Miami Valley a whole lot of money. But inflation and food going up, inflation and gasoline going up, inflation and energy going up makes a big difference. And so one of the things to do also, a way to help these folks, is to reduce the cost of living for them. What? What was that minefield? Yeah. What was that? I don't know. Uh, then Elizabeth Warren came up with a good idea, right? She said, okay, uh, let's start blaming the greed of corporations. Let's yeah, start, of course. That's yeah. the go-to. It's grocery conglomerates, and then Joe mm-hmm. Biden was yeah. talking about trying to knock down big meat. Big meat. Uh, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's this cartel of, of mm-hmm. meat producers that's to blame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's floundering out there. Mm-hmm. Usually that's just a speeches, but this is all over with inflation. Right. Man, oh, man. Well, and any time you see the price of something's gone up or it's a news report or, it, you know, I'll just tell you this. If you're in this studio the day after Robbins goes to the grocery store, it's it's quite an experience. Well, dude. Have I, you seen this? Well, I know, but it's it's ridiculous. I know. I mean, I go there and stuff's picked through. I mean, it's. Like when you get that that uh, nice twenty dollar gift card after Christmas, you hit the stores and nothing's there because they haven't restocked yet. And <laughs> in this case, happens? there's nothing there that I can eat. I'll t- <laughs> guess there is. You might try a healthy option every once in a while. Yeah, I wonder why that's still got plenty. <laughs> there's plenty of that left. Here, here's some styrofoam. <laughs> Yummy. Just talking about vegetables. Low fat. It also happens to people that do order online. Yeah. Because if you don't click the right button, they'll sub something else. Yes. If what you want is not in. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, hey, who's eating the whatever crazy flavored nasty yogurt? Oh, right. man. Don't right. want that. Thistle flavored. <laughs> Thistle flavored yogurt. Yeah. <laughs> Usually plenty of that on the show. Right, yes. Yes. Didn't go over. <laughs> Healthy, but no. <laughs> Your point there. Right. Yes. Dill and moldy cheese ruffles. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's really good. Again, good for you, but. Biden is also getting criticized today for his speech yesterday. And honestly, I thought all of left media was down with what he was saying. All I, the race baiting well, that happened yesterday. I would have thought so, because it was as divisive as any president I recall, ever. Well, He lost somebody that I don't think you will believe. I'll get to that in a second, but to set it up. Yeah. One of the things he said, David, was, do you want to be on the right side of history? Yeah, because if you don't pass this, well, what he wants to have passed is a federal takeover of elections, which would nullify popular laws like voter ID uh, and make sure every election is as chaotic as the 2020 election. It's but saying, they don't say that. They say the voting rights no, bill. They want chaos because chaos equals they can cheat. Yes. And win. It's documented. Uh, And if you're against that, Joe Biden says you're a racist. There's one thing every senator, every American should remember. History has never been kind to those who've sided with voter suppression over voters' rights. And it'll be even less kind for those who side with election subversion. So I ask every elected official in America, how do you want to be remembered? At consequential moments in history, they present a choice. He really wants to be that guy in history, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. Known for something. (laughs) 
Other than just being the gaff monster. Besides buffoonery. Do you want to be the side, the side of Dr. King or George Wallace? Do you want to be in the side of John Lewis or Bull Connor? Do you want to be in the side of Abraham Lincoln or Jefferson Davis? This is the moment to decide to defend our elections, to defend our democracy. Okay. <laughs> and if you do that, you will not be alone. Okay. You know what's interesting to me? Think about how the left has attacked Abraham Lincoln in the last year and right. a half. I was going to say... Do I want to be on the side of Jefferson Davis, well-known Democrat? No. Was a Democrat. Yeah. Martin Luther King Jr.? Well, he said judge by one's character, not the color of skin. That's upside down with the woke left. Can't use that anymore. So I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) That was nice, too. So after all of that race baiting, you know who he seemed to have lost? Al Sharpton. What? I don't have the audio. I'm just. I just saw you the story. You are kidding me. Yes. Um, Al Sharpton called it a "You're going to hell" speech. That's what he said on Morning Joe. Apparently, that he may have overshot the mark. Like it was too much. Willie Geist said, "Why did he do that? What was his point?" I say this with love in my heart. He was virtue signaling to activists who think it took him too long to get there. I think he may have overshot the mark. Well, well, yeah. I mean, so to kill the filibuster to pass this and then to pass it after you've killed the filibuster, you need <clears throat> two senators who are, as of right now, saying, no, we're not going to do that. That would be Joe Manchin and Kirsten Cinema, And you just called them racists. Yes, he did. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that was Sharpton's point. I guess he said he thought it was a good speech, but in the particular case, said you have to have a vote-getting speech. And Al reminded the audience he was a minister. So you either get up and you try to persuade people of their sins and appeal to their better angels, but when they come to church and they still have the jug of whiskey up under the pew and you say, you're going to hell. Said, I think uh, he, that Joe gave a "you're going to hell" speech when he shouldn't have gone that far. That's interesting. When you're losing Sharpton and Willie Geist, yeah, on Morning Joe saying, "Yeah, too much uh, race baiting there, man." That was some hustling going on, Joe. Mm-hmm. Probably overshot the mark. That's really saying something. And did didn't he lie again about his arrest record, Biden? Yeah. Yeah, well, he said it again. Yeah, he talked about his role in the civil rights movement. He had no role in the civil rights movement, but... Well, he, st- he started to say arrested and stopped. Right? Yeah, the, well, yeah. yeah, there was part of him that kind of woke up and well, said, wait, don't tell right. this lie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this was during his voting rights speech in Florida. Okay. Or Georgia, I mean. Georgia, yeah. I did not walk in the shoes of generations of students who walked these grounds, but I walked other grounds because <laughs> I'm so damn old I was there as well. See, that's a decent line for him. Lean into it. Get some comedy. They think I'm kidding, man. Seems like yesterday, the first time I got arrested anyway. What? But their struggles here, they're the ones that opened my eyes as a high school student. Here we go. In the late, in the late 50s and early 60s. They got me more engaged in the work of my life. 
Right. And apparently none of that work has done any good because you're just as bad off. And so are black voters. Work of my life. <laughs> it's a debacle. <laughs> it's a disaster. It really that is, guy. dude. I mean, you go back a year ago wondering what the next year would be like. It's worse in almost every way, to be honest, with where the country is headed and then his actual performance. Yeah. I mean, I thought it would be bad. There'd be rough spots. It exceeded expectations. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt about it. Now, we haven't hit the one-year mark yet. No, we have not. We're close. Yeah. Oh, I thought uh, you would find this amusing. Uh, the TSA does this every year, their annual list of top ten catches from the past year. Catches? Mm-hmm. Like people coming through okay. TSA. All we right. have a friend that works TSA. Yes, we do. Got good stories. Well, someone tried to fly out of Hobby International Airport in Texas with a meth burrito. I vaguely remember that story. I think that's the number seven. Is that what it is? Yeah. You just throw some uh, crystal meth in there yeah. inside a breakfast burrito? And you get some tots on the side. As the story goes, that's not the first time someone tried to bring a meth burrito through. Hmm. First one was in 2016. What are some of the other things they found? Bullets inside deodorant. A meat cleaver. Wow. A chainsaw. A firearm belt buckle. Oh, and a wine holder shaped like a gun. Yeah. Those are just the strangest illegal things. Right. That they confiscated. Amazing. Who said the economy cannot stay open because of Omicron? We will get to that and much more coming up. Van Camp and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Right. Who said the economy cannot stay open? Well, uh, the Guardian has a piece. They spoke to experts, you know, who are worried about the (laughs) Omicron variant ricocheting around the country. That's what uh, those are their words, not mine. Um, And they say the economy cannot stay open and schools cannot stay open when so many people are getting sick. We must take action to slow the spread. Oh, man, going to happen. No, no, it's really not. Uh, But they also this one just jumped out at me Uh, in schools. They write there are proven ways to reduce the spread of any variant. The measures just need to be taken. These measures include well-run remote options. (laughs) No, it doesn't work. I mean, the remote options would be great and kids would get a lot out of it if it was just run properly. Right. No. No. We already know that's not true. Anything else? Any other bright ideas? Oh, no. I mean, it's just, it's regurgitating the same stuff. You know, hospitals are overwhelmed. And look, I I get it. Like, that's a tough situation. I've heard from uh, people in the healthcare field. Absolutely. Saying, yeah, in some spots of the country. I mean, they're in dire straits. It's like we we are totally stressed. What's not mentioned in this article and so many others I know where you're going. How many healthcare workers have been lost because of these vaccine mandates? How many? That would be an easy story to do. And people it, talk about it all the time. Just regular folks wondering 
what is the answer to that question? Well, well, the story last week out of the Mayo Clinic, 700 employees who were mm-hmm. fired because they didn't get the vaccine. And I heard a lot of people saying, well, that's a drop in the bucket. That's 1%, 2%, and a lot of them mm-hmm. are doctors, all that kind of stuff, right? Okay, well, that makes a difference. In Rhode Island and in Maryland, I think as cited in this story, you got nurses who are working phone banks right now because staff have been fired. Right. Someone's got to do it. It doesn't make sense. The other thing, when they talk about so much money, you know, to keep the schools open, all these different things, when you're talking about hospitals, you have retired nurses and doctors, right, that are out there. Now, do they want to go back to work? Maybe some do feel like it's a calling and I'm needed right now. You know, God bless them for doing that, if that's the choice. But as an incentive... To get as many people, if you're very short-staffed, pay them double, whatever it takes, because you're understaffed. Right? If you say you care about health care and, and helping out folks, well, that's one way you could do it. I've never heard that even talked about as far as right. federal money goes. Right. To try to entice people to come back into the workforce that had retired. You know, and I'm sure that you'd have some people saying, you know what, maybe this retirement's not everything I thought it would be. If I'm going to go work for maybe six, seven hours a day, not all bad. Get me out of the house. Give me something to do. It's a calling. I'll go do it. Mm-hmm. You just don't hear about anything like that. It's like the same cycle of stories yeah. over and over and over. Um, <laughs> happen to see this story about utility bills. When you're talking about, you know, the economy. Um, apparently, in some areas, it's so bad. One energy company said, hey, here's some advice, though, on saving. As far as heating bills go, one of the things you could do is cuddle your pets. <laughs> what do you mean? And, and to save energy? Well, to warm up a little bit. You can keep it colder in there, but there's a little snuggluffkus there with your cat, Scott, okay. as, a, as an example. You like you already sit with a blanket and the cats, right? But I'm, I don't sit with a blanket. I sit with the cats occasionally. They'll want to come up, yeah, and I'll sit with them on the chair, sure. I thought you had a blanket. That they have a blanket they sit on, yes. But, but not, they'll not. also sit on your lap, right? Well, sure, yeah. They're my cats. Well, I didn't say they weren't. Well, I know, but that's Why are you so not unusual. Right okay. Well, I mean, they they shed. So yes. I didn't know if there was a blank that maybe you had. No. Anyway, do they keep you warm? I've never considered it, put it that way. Whether or not they keep you warm? No. Well, maybe if you want to save money on the bill, you could do that. It also says you could get up and do some housework. Just move around a little bit. That'll keep you warmer. There you yeah. go. <laughs> Just helpful tips to keep the bills low. Because of the surge in Bryce. I love tips. These tips are always so well thought out and helpful. Well, and if the kids are cold, you know what you could do? Put them outside. Well, no. No, what? Challenge them to a hula hoop contest. No, they did not include that. Yes, indeed, they Who did. Does these a things, hula hoop right? contest? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Daddy, I'm cold. Get to hula hooping. All right? <laughs> Daddy can't afford this anymore. <laughs> um. Yeah, this is Ovo Energy, by the way. Um, but you could drink more water, too. Or vodka. You know what else? What? 
Your feet get cold? Yeah. You ever heard of wool socks? I have wool socks. Might yes. want to invest in some of those I to keep some. your feet warm. <laughs> yes. Okay. I can't afford them because my energy bill is so high. Right. Well, in the long run, I'm, I'm thinking the wool socks are going to be cheaper than the energy bill. That's the other thing Joe you could Biden do. needs to send wool socks to every American <laughs> in the country. <laughs> Along with the testing kit? Yeah. That would be great. You could also get up and do some jumping jacks. There you go. Countless that would help, minutes. too. Yep. Okay. Since that happened, they've had to apologize. Yeah, I would imagine. Yeah. We recently sent an email to customers with energy-saving tips that link to a blog post. This blog should never have been written or sent to customers. It was embarrassingly unhelpful and poorly judged. We're sincerely sorry. Well, who's the clowns that wrote that? Well... I mean, jeez. If you're really going to measure it, i, I got to tell you, if you cuddle with pets, it'll probably keep you warmer. And if you're up moving around, it does keep you warmer. I mean, I don't think it's inaccurate. It just might Hula not be Hula hoop, that's very specific. That is well, very, very specific. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever done it? I've done, of course I have. You, is there video of it? Of me doing a hula hoop? <laughs> yes, Hell no. And if there is, The I, entire audience wants yeah, it. Yeah, no, now. they don't. They don't want it. Okay. They, believe me, they don't want it. You got your top three stories of the day? Yeah, I do. Scott Robbins, the trifecta. Straight ahead right here. Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, the Gen Xer. The Millennials, David Van Camp, and the Baby <laughs> Boomer. Yeah. Scott Robbins. News yeah. update, David Van Camp. Well, I got a couple things for you here. Uh, one is Quinnipiac, which is usually pretty uh, favorable to Democrats. They've got new approval ratings out there for Joe Biden. Hmm. Total, 33% approval. Wow. Holy smokes. Wow. Uh, Republican, 2%. Democrat, 75%. Independents, 25%. Whoa. Man. That's the biggest story. That's favorable or less favorable? Is that what the question was? No, it's just approve or disapprove. Approve or disapprove. Yeah, independents approve 25%. Gosh, dang. Uh, Hispanic approval of Joe Biden is 28% according to this survey. Holy smokes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Any theory as to why, David, that is? Uh, Because it's an utter failure. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, okay, when you have a guy who literally campaigned on this idea that the president of the United States could somehow shut down a virus... That was a lie, and anybody who wasn't blinded by hatred of Donald Trump could tell you that's a lie. The president mm-hmm. just can't do that. Yes. It's a freaking virus. And guess what? It's worse now than it was under Donald Trump, even though there are vaccines available and have been available throughout the entire Biden presidency thus far. So people are saying, okay, things are costing more. The virus is spreading at a rate that's worse than it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, golly, 
what is actually getting done? You're calling me racist if I don't like your federal takeover of elections? That one part, I think, is interesting, because when you watch the political elite, tell me if I'm wrong, but the way they deliver messages, it's almost like they think that if we do let people flood into the country through the southern border, Hispanics are going to approve. And then shocked to find out they don't. That's really interesting to me. I think the Democratic Party is upside down with the Hispanic vote for reasons that the Democrats can't fathom. No, they have no idea. Gosh, dang, ringworms at 18%. (laughs) (laughs) Because they don't actually live life with regular people. It's like they never get out of the bubble. Holy smokes. That's stunning. It really is. That's stunning. Heading into his second year in office. Wow. uh, President Biden has a lower approval rating than Donald Trump. (laughs) And here's the other thing, just to point out the obvious. He has a media that carries the water for him. Yes. I mean, it could be. Yeah. It could be so brutal. I mean, every once in a while, they'll ding him on this or that. Afghanistan was a rare exception where pretty much everybody agreed that was a complete debacle and a complete failure. Uh, But outside of that, man, you're right. They they are extremely, uh, I'll just say, they they go out of their way to give him the benefit of the doubt on everything. Yes. Gosh, dang. That's stunning. I I can't believe it's that low. Wow. I do have one other thing. Yes. Uh, And it happened at a Dallas City Council meeting. Okay. And it was public comments time. And a guy who apparently had been on some reality show got up there to talk about how great the vaccines are. I just want you to appreciate this. Okay. Don't hesitate. You got to vaccinate in the Lone Star State. Vaccination is so great. Vaccinate me all day long. Vaccinate your daddy and mom. Vaccinate my body. Vaccinate me at the party. A vaccine dream. I love the vaccine all day long. I want to vaccinate your mom. I want to stick it in your arm. Oh, my. Where are you? I want to vaccinate you. But you can't hear my song. That goes on for like two minutes. Wow. <laughs> so please let me go viral with this awful, yes, awful song. Wow, man. <laughs> well, I don't understand the format, so maybe it's really good. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Is that going to make Casey's countdown? I don't think so. Uh-uh. It's time for the trifecta, you know. Let's roll. Wow. Are you ready? It's the three most important news stories of the day. I hit the trifecta. Well, at least according to Scott Robbins. It's the trifecta on the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. And yes, every day Scott counts down his biggest stories with the help of his hero. I'm Casey Casey. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm ready. You ready? Count it down. Three. Oh, thank you. All right. So the Biden administration's brilliant new idea, Scott, is they're going to start, what, sending N95 masks to everybody? Uh, that's right. This is uh, legislation proposed by Bernie Sanders. In a tweet, he said, all Americans should have face masks that will keep them safe. I will be introducing legislation for the N95 mask to be sent to every single household in the country. This will save lives and reduce 
health care costs. Now, if you remember, guys, with the N95 mask, by the way. Yeah. If you remember all the viral pictures that were early on during the pandemic of all the people, the nurses that had bruised faces because they had the N95s on all day long and how awful it was that they were wearing them, uh, how terrible the pandemic was, it forced them to wear these things. Now they're saying they want these for kids and they want them for you. Bruised faces. Remember that? They had the bruised faces for wearing the mask all day long, those N95s? No, I, I'm not saying you're lying. I just don't remember. No, I wow. do. Clearly I remembered. And it was the pandemic's fault, of course, at that time. And now Bernie wants uh, the kids to wear them, even to school. Cloth mask, weekly testing, 92% vaccination rate, didn't stop the spread, so now they're moving to the N95s. Wow. That's going to do it. And praying to the Dr. Fauci. Well, you know, it's it's not like legacy media pays any attention to this at all. No. You've heard it reported in a lot of places with kids, masks for a prolonged amount of time and yes. the headaches. Yes. And the lack of oxygen. Yes. That's been an issue. Yes. Okay. Make it harder to breathe. Right. To okay. save lives. <laughs> okay. Now, on with the countdown. Two. Uh, Biden gave uh, Kamala Harris another promotion, it seems. Yeah, it's interesting because uh, Joe Biden was in Georgia yesterday. Yeah. The John Lewis Voting Rights Act was put in. He yelled at uh, half the uh, country yesterday about how racist we all are mm-hmm. and how he isn't. But he did mention uh, the president's name yesterday, not his Last own, by week, the way. President Harris and I uh-huh. stood in the United States Capitol. Yeah. Now, if Joe Biden thinks Kamala Harris is the president, who does he think he is? Hmm. David? That's a question for the ages, isn't it? I'm telling you, it's accidental time traveler. <laughs> he just reappeared in Georgia after going a couple years in the future and seeing that Kamala Harris was president. And he's like, oh, my gosh, am I speaking on behalf of Kamala Harris? Awesome. Uh, it's the second time he's done that. Oh, wait a minute. I'm still the president. The year is 2022. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> so Clarence <laughs> let, me, let me off at the wrong stop. Clarence. <laughs> Yo, know, if Kamala was Harris, or if she was president, Kamala uh, Harris, and, I mean, you could imagine the debacle that it would be. Well, yeah, could it get any worse? Yeah, here's how it would be worse. Every time you criticized her, you know what you would be? I'd be a racist, yeah. And? Sexist. Yeah. Yeah. That's That's exactly what I would be. Even Casey agrees. Yeah. Anti-female. Yes. Mm -hmm. All of those things. All right. There's a third one. And finally, Uh, one. Fox News in the ratings has topped ESPN as the most watched cable news channel. Mm -hmm. Uh, And on the other end of the spectrum, you've got CNN, Scott. Uh, shedding nearly 90% of their 2021 audience year to year. CNN averaged 2.7 million viewers from January 4th through the 10th last year. And they are now experiencing the, uh, they have, well, they had the spike like a lot of people did last year, but they're now down to 540,000 average viewers, a stunning one year drop of 80% of their total audience. And in key demographics, 88% of their total audience. And in eight, in eighteen to forty nine, ninety percent of their total audience. Man. I think in, it is a bloodbath going on over there right now. I think, in fairness, looking at that one particular set of days is not all that fair because it does include the January sixth riot at the Capitol, where right, they yeah. did see like record numbers or something like that. 
All um, these people tuning in. So I I don't know if that's a fair year-to-year comparison, but it is overall something like 50% down. Yeah, gone. Half of their audience is gone. And, and when you start looking, again, week-to-week, year-to-year, that's where it is. Right, now let me ask you a question. What business in your mind could survive a 90% drop in customers and survive? Well, none. It depends on what the revenue is. You can survive it if the revenue's there. Yeah. But who's buying? Isn't that based on eyeballs on product? It's it's website. No, not exactly. Yeah. It, it's not the old ratings game anymore. Not not for CNN. They get they get a ton of ad revenue for CNN uh, World or Global, whatever the hell they call it. Uh, international. A lot of online yeah. stuff. And tons of online traffic. I mean, it's it's usually is one of the top news sites that people go to. So you get a lot of revenue that way. Yeah. And you don't also know the different deals with different corporations. Yeah. Because it's all a part of that whole sliding scale. Basically, it comes down to yeah. how, how woke are you? Yeah. Or how woke do you how woke do you want to be perceived? Yes. And uh, are they using wokeness in order to frighten people into buying them? Because no, I mean ratings wise, no. I mean by appearances, you couldn't stay in business doing what you're doing. No, I just never seen revenue. it. I've been at this a long time. So have you. So is that we've all been at this a long time. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine being the program director of a radio station that, that lost ninety percent of their audience and keeping my gig. I can't even imagine it. Well, I can. I remember one dude that lost fifty percent as a general manager, and I think he won state broadcaster of the year. I believe you're correct on that. <laughs> well, that happens. Speaking <laughs> speaking of buying awards, yes, Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> something, man. Um, you know, I don't know if you want this or not. Uh, there's another one. We we should wait on this. Actually, this shouldn't even be part of ruining your trifecta. We should just. Cut that as a nice job, Scott. And there you have it. See? Thank you, Casey. I don't think you want any Hillary Clinton today. Oh, dude. Oh, my gosh. Are you talking about the, the idea that she's going to run again? Well, it's getting picked up in a lot oh of places. Oh, my God. I hope so. 2024. Could it be an election comeback? Golly. Could it be Clinton versus Trump again? Oh, my gosh. That and Nimrod's in the news coming up. Markley, Van Camp, and Robin show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. I was the candidate that they basically <laughs> stole an election from. We need numbers overwhelming so Trump can't sneak or steal his way to victory. Isn't that something? The big lie. <laughs> <laughs> Hillary Clinton in the news. Oh, God. Started by the Wall Street Journal saying it's a time for a political comeback because the Democrats could be in trouble in 2024. Fox yeah. News picked it up. Dude, again, I mean, we have the approval ratings from Quinnipiac. Again, very favorable for Democrats. But so that Biden's got, what, a, the, the 33% approval rating yeah. right now? Mm-hmm. That's catastrophic. It is. That's that's Nixon at the end of Watergate bad. 
Yes. Yes. So, no, I, I think I we all agree that it's not going to be Biden in 2024. He's not going to make it. So who would it be? Well, they don't have a bench. I mean, there's not not a deep bench of any kind. Well, if someone says they're all Kamala Harris nut jobs, what? Who's? It's going to be. It's not going to be Kamala Harris. No, she'll be primary, and she won't get out of the primary. The establishment and the money. No, there's will no not way. follow. There's Kamala. no way. She's a disaster. Bernie's a. That's a. That, no, can't ride that dog anymore either. Well, they turned on Bernie. Yeah, last time. Mm-hmm. They would do that again. So, hey, JB Pritzker. <laughs> oh, good luck. I'm kidding. You can't well, I mean, run for anything. You would say Newsom. <laughs> no, if it was a running race, he'd be hosed. Yeah. 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 You know, people like that. No, oh, good. Run Newsom. There's there's a track record of success. What, saying. what a horrible governor that guy is. So, you know, this is a long way out. Oh, yeah. But still, man, this is getting shared all over the place. You know, I always tell you called it Hillary Clinton 5.0. 5.0. Right. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I always tell you it's, you know, it's sometimes you just got to quit, man. It's you no longer play the children's game. You just can't. She'll do it. Well, she's younger than Joe Biden. I mean, but it's it's, I got a buddy of mine that's been very good at predicting things. Yeah. And he is all in on it. Has been. It wasn't the Wall Street Journal bit. He's talked about this for months, saying she is going to run again. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, golly. Oof. David, Man. didn't you have a prediction a while back when uh, you said if it was Hillary versus Trump? Yeah. We could see something that we've never seen before. Or that it's been a while. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think voter participation might actually go backwards. It might. As much as those two individuals are loathed, there would be a group of people in America that are like, I'm gonna, I'm just sitting down. I give up. But, it, I mean, it would be interesting. There's no doubt about well, that. But there's a lot. There's three years left here. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot that's going to happen in that amount of time. A lot of rakes will be stepped on in the meantime. Oh, yeah. The whole thing, too, you thought Bill Clinton was a problem for Hillary in 2016. Yeah. Imagine what he'll be like in 2024 mm. with everything that's happened since 2016. Well, the Epstein thing and yeah, it it, it Me be a too. Yeah. It, big problem. All right, we got to get to Nimrod's roll. When the going gets tough. Damn it, this is too hard. The dumb get dumber. All right, Ian. It's Nimrod's in the news on the Martley Van Camp and Robbins show. I love the poorly educated. All right. Nimrod's the news. Two of our favorite states and leading states for Nimrod's. Florida and Wisconsin. We start in Florida. A couple of female roommates arrested, allegedly perpetrating an attack on a male victim. What kind of an attack? Yeah. That would be a glitter attack. Yeah. Yeah, 29-year-old Sarah Franks, 27-year-old Caitlin O'Donovan were outside the man's residence. 3 a.m., started arguing with him while he was standing on his fence balcony. Bad reporting. We don't know what they were arguing oh, about. Oh, you know, it was over a relationship broke bad, I'm you sure. Think? Was it loud music or anything? Okay. No, that's what it was. They started throwing glitter at him. Yeah, the glitter bombs. Yep. One of the women jumped the fence and threw more glitter. No, oh, my. Then she made her way into his apartment, opened the front door so the other woman could enter, and then they threw more glitter at him. Yeah. And then they ran off, but there was a trail of glitter, and the cops found him. <laughs> Idiocy. 
And then a guy in Wisconsin caught driving drunk early Sunday morning. His wife was with him, 40-year-old Sarah Stoll. Then, while he was being arrested, she decided to go home. So she jumped in the driver's seat, drove off, hopped a curb, crashed into a utility pole. Oh, my. Oh, yeah. She had been boozing, too, and was also over the limit. So, yes, they both got busted for drunk driving in the same car on the same night. Uh, That ties a record, I'm sure. And that's Nimrod's in the news.